Seattle in the 90s. A tidal wave of iconic music roars out of this sleepy city and launches a pop culture revolution. Here's a story you haven't heard. Let the Kids Dance is a new podcast about the rise and fall of Seattle's teen dance ordinance, the law that made it illegal for young people to go to concerts. Listen to Let the Kids Dance from KUOW and the NPR Network. This is Sound and Vision on KEXP. I'm Larry Mizell Jr. Atlanta rapper, actor, activist, Killer Mike just released a new solo single called Run this week. The race to freedom ain't won. Run, nigga, run. It's for the one that never won. Hurt feeling going on. Beat the art like a drum. Run, run, nigga, run. It's Killer Mike's first solo music since 2012, and his first music not produced by his partner in Run the Jewels LP since 2011. The new song features Young Thug and an intro by Dave Chappelle, and it's no coincidence that he released the song on 4th of July. I spoke with Killer Mike about the continued struggle of being black in America and how it inspired his track Run. It says some pretty powerful things in some very simple terms, you know, right. whether it's me saying the race for freedom ain't won, run better run, you know, or me saying all the L's I follow, I, I wear is followed by baton. It lets you know the maturation process of a young, hungry MC who's become an OG in this game. And I think it's dope. I think that people both young and old are going to get some excitement and enjoyment out of it. And I think um, it's relit a, a fire in me to make more records reflective of what I feel like is the Black experience in this country and beyond. Absolutely. You know, it's a trip. I You mentioned a young, hungry MC. I, I, I never thought when I heard snapping and trapping that Killer Mike was going to become this outspoken force in the media landscape. Does that well, ever... Well, I always yeah. knew I would. Did you? Okay. I, yeah, I never had a doubt because I was who I was before I was a rapper. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a rapper at nine, but by the time I was 14, 15 years old, I was already socially and politically organizing on the ground in Atlanta. Again, the first poster I referenced behind you wasn't D'Angelo who makes amazing music. It was the Ice Cube poster to your right and the one behind you to your left. So I was trained in the school of Ice Cube and Scarface and Ice-T mm-hmm. and Chuck D, where not only did you say social things, they also oftentimes grafted over or grifted over into politics because I am representing in the lineage of being Black in a country that I was brought to. I'm representing the good, the bad, and the beautiful. You know, I'm representing wailing in the cotton fields, bluesmen talking about their everyday work for past problems, and I'm lamenting on what it means to be the Black educated and having that system fail you as well. So, you know, for me, it's no surprise that I became who I am because I've always been here. Right on, Mr. Render. Um, <laughs> this is a heavy week. <clears throat> Speaking about this nation and, uh, of course, this song coming out on July 4th, Uh, Supreme Court, what, dismantling church and state, overturning Roe v. Wade. They struck down the New York law about carrying firearms in New York. And I know you've come out in support of 2A and firearms in the past. I'm just wondering where you're at in terms of where the Supreme Court is right now, where our nation is headed. Um, First and foremost, I'm a black man born in the deep south, surrounded by only 60 years of true freedom. So where I am in terms of weapon ownership, whether legal or illegal, is black people better arm and train themselves. And not only in weapons, but in growing food and hunting and fishing and how to take care of yourself in case a bullet or a stab wound should happen, how to tourniquet yourself. And it's reasons I support organizations 
like the Black Packers with the Z that you can follow on IG. It's the reasons that I follow NAGA, National African American Gun Association, because I think that as a community of people, you have the human right to take care of yourself as a person and your community beyond that. So speaking without talking about how I feel about the Supreme Court, because I don't wish to get in petty debate with people who join political teams, is to say, black folks, learn how to take care of yourself. Because mm-hmm. nobody, like the, John, like the Dr. John Henry Clark said, you have no friends. And in war, you may have allies, but you have no friends. Mm-hmm. In terms of the autonomy of a woman's body, I believe in the autonomy of a woman's body. I believe that women should be able to decide. I believe that mothers and fathers together have sat down and had to make some hard decisions over the last 50, 60 years in this country, those things aren't going to stop. But I would say, since the law has been federally struck down now that gives women that autonomy, then you better put the pressure on your local politicians like a son of a gun. You better call your state legislators and say, if my rights are infringed upon, your ass is never going to get in office again, and I'm going to make sure we run more progressive candidates against you. I think that this is the reason that I supported people like Nina Turner on the ground in Ohio. However, she didn't win. She's a person that should have been in office and I see as a tip of the spear of the progressive party. This is the reason I support constant organizers like Tesman Figaro, who is constantly on the ground teaching people how to win elections on a local level. Just because the feds have allowed something, or I mean the federal courts have allowed something to be taken back to dark times, does not mean on a local level it has to stand. You can get in contact with your local state representatives right now and you can start badgering the shit out of them. And I advise you to do that. And in terms of black folks, I think we should concern ourselves with our own business. Mm. The bigger problems federally and globally matter. And I'm not saying they don't matter to you. But what matters to the 10 people to the left and right you live next to? And who are the people that control that, whether it be your city council wardsmen or county commissioners, start to actively involve yourself socially and politically so that these big things that happen federally are more than just political theater that we can yell and scream at each other about Mm. in the barbershop and we can take action on the ground. Absolutely. And, you know, you talked about that kind of divisiveness of, uh, you know, the team mentality and, of course, what's happening on social media. And you've been so outspoken and like everybody that is, it takes a position uh, you've been a bit of a controversial figure. What's your take on kind of what this polarization uh, and what that's doing to people? As much as you may hate your cousin that believes in the Republican Party and as much as you may hate your cousin that believes in the Democratic Party, you both better believe that the Democrats and Republicans on a federal level party together and they laugh at you behind your back. So I would say learn to sit down and talk to people who do not you you difference of opinion on find intersectionality in the things that you want to push that push freedom and autonomy for all and push those things together and argue about the other in church <laughs> right on i know you had uh you've got a your fantastic show love and respect i love that title also on pbs thank you yeah um you recently had uh herschel walker on that's the reason we're the greatest country in the world we're not the greatest country in the world because of a white man we're not the greatest country a black man we're the greatest country because as all mixture has come together cooperating i just wondered if you talk about that and kind of what were you thinking when you had him on your platform i mean there's nothing to think about i invited him on i invited Raphael warnock i invited mm-hmm. stacy abrams there's an open invite for abrams warnock Ossoff. i have not invited but i'd like for john Ossoff to come um, I've invited the former president. I will invite the current president. I've had a whole plethora of people on there. Herschel Walker was a lightning rod because there's no way 
that a college football star should be in contention for a senatorial race against an experienced senator who's lost some races, finally won one, and was a big part of turning this state blue with someone that I supported and helped turn this state blue with. Um, with that said, here he is, finding himself in numbers-wise, finding himself in numbers-wise, tied up with that person. It's mm. amazing. I don't understand it, but that's the beauty of the American political process. Anybody can be president. Anybody can be a senator. Anybody can be a congressman. And if that's the case, the people who did not like the fact that Herschel Walker was on my show, they can go create their own show and put who they want on it. I'm going to put on my show anybody I agree or disagree with and wish to have discourse with. If you don't like it, don't watch the show. But if you're into understanding other people, not to agree with, but just to understand, my show is a show you should watch. If you're looking for political propaganda and polarization, continue to watch Fox and MSNBC and argue at each other in your local beauty parlor and barbershop. Do you have any aspirations for office yourself? I've had aspirations of smoking marijuana in Brazil with my beautiful <laughs> wife in the next 10 years. Um, but I think that if I'm going to run for political office, it will be um, in, in 10 years or better. I'm having fun rapping. I love being one half of Run the Jewels, being a part of the greatest rap group in the world. I'm excited to drop new music from the solo that allows me to share my perspective as an African-American man solely. Like I say that me doing this song is like you get an opportunity to exit an X-Men comic, which would be Run the Jewels, and just read a story about Wolverine to kind of see where Logan came from. And I'm excited about that. But I have no aspirations past supporting people like Tesla and Figaro, who is going around coming to Atlanta in September to teach people to organize around campaigning and voting. I'll continue to support her. I'll continue to support Attorney Crump. I'll continue to support Nina Turner and the aggressive movement that's going on in America. I will, with that said, continue to support my Second Amendment rights and the um, black organizations in particular that petition for that. That I'll keep doing. I'll keep being a part of the process that's to mobilize them. Understood. Mike, thank you so much, man. I appreciate you taking a minute. I appreciate you, brother. You're as handsome as ever. <laughs> Back at you, <laughs> and let, bro. Let's keep living and not let it be 10 years before we enter. Yes, sir. Godspeed. Safe travels. Love and respect. Bye. Get money and the power teaching while they young. Blessed to make it out of slum. Run, nigga, run. All I know is keep going. Run, nigga, run. Mama told me never fold. Run, nigga, run. Like Jenny told Forrest Gump, run, nigga, run. The race to freedom ain't won. Run, nigga, run. It's for the one that never won. Hurt feeling going on. Beat the art like a drum. Run, run, nigga, run. That was Sound and Vision. I'm Larry Mizell Jr. Please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And if you have the means, please consider giving a one-time $20 donation to support this podcast at kxp.org backslash sound. Thanks for listening.